When the lights go down in Saratoga Springs <laughs> and, and Steve <laughs> comes to my house. Ooh, I want to be listening in to the Jordan High 2004 podcast. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> When you came in, I'm like, I must be singing the wrong note here. <laughs> I have my voice cracked. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Jordan High 2004 podcast. This is Gonzo. And this is Steve. How you doing, Steve? I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. How about you? I'm good, too. Yeah, I'm I'm good. I'm just uh, excited. We actually, so today we went to the Abyss game for a little bit. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Only stayed three innings. <laughs> I'm surprised you made it that long. <laughs> yeah. No, it was like, like a work thing. It was fun. They had, we got burgers and hot dogs and then got to watch the game for a little while. Kids got ice cream, so hey, it was a good time. Like hit up Lucky 13, like leave the kids outside? No, because the thing is like we, we had food at the park. So it's like we ate the park food and then um, it's like by the time we left, it was still too early for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> next time. Yeah, next time. Next time. Well, I haven't been over here for a while. I think we, I think I haven't seen you. Well, I since. just went over last, like on Wednesday because I had my dental appointment. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Looking really good. Oh, thank you. It's like the hygienist was the little floss shaming me just a little bit, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I'll do better. <laughs> yeah. You know, she, uh, she does that. Well, she said like, she had a good point. It's like, get like a giant pack. Of like 100 of those like individual flossers and just put it in your cart. I'm like, oh. You can buy them at Walmart for like three bucks or buy the three pack of them at Costco. All right. I think I'm going to do That's what I do. Yeah. So, no. So, that was good. But, no, we took Father's Day off. So, we didn't have an episode last week. So, it's been an extra long gap. Yeah. I have some exciting news. This Saturday, I will be moving. Buying a house. So... I'm super excited. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm so pumped. You, you're even going to be closer to it. So, yeah, like right now when I drive to your house, it takes like 10, maybe 15 minutes. It's going to be like less than five minutes to drive to your house. We'll be like right by Westlake High School. Yeah, I think if I ran to your house, it's like three miles. I think yeah. you live three miles away. You like you can get there in like 18 minutes. Yeah, for sure. I'm yeah. going to run so fast. <laughs> well, for me, because it's downhill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, we're pumped. By the time everyone's listening to this, we'll, we'll be in our house. So, there will be many uh, invitations for barbecues and events. Come on over. Everybody's invited. Oh, cool. I'm excited. I'm excited, too. Anything else you want to share? I know you, you do. Yeah? I think you want to talk about abortion. Oh, yeah. So, I, I, I mean, I was just joking. But it, I mean, that was <laughs> like, that, that happened where abortion is like now, like Roe v. Wade was overturned mm-hmm. so it's out it's up to the states essentially it is federally it is no longer like federally legal to to have an abortion um i don't know i mean honestly and i i had like i've had big discussions about this with people and it's always weird because we're two guys like yeah to be talking about abortion um where i personally land is that i don't personally like abortions i if i think there are times when when there are like the medical procedure to have 
But, you know, as far as election, I think there are probably better choices. Um, you know, it's like adoption or like, I guess adoption, I guess, um, or other contraceptions, you know, or whatever, if if we're talking about contraceptions, but when it comes to whether I believe that the government should choose or tell you whether or not you can or cannot have an abortion, I don't, I think that's government overreach to like dictate when or, or how to like have a, essentially a medical procedure. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm not happy about it, I guess. That's what you could say. I think it's, it's, it's just like everything else. Maybe it's like super divisive. I think this is one that people feel super, super strongly on one side or the other. Just like when we were talking last time about like gun control. Yeah. Um, even going through COVID, how people, you know, a pro vaccine, anti vaccine, like, it's another one of these things. I feel like this kind of came out of nowhere. Like it was almost like there was this leak that this was maybe going to happen. Then all of a sudden, boom, it just kind of happened. Well, the one thing is like, I think people, because we're talking about like back in Trump time where he got to nominate two Supreme court justices. And in those nominations, they kept asking, it's like, Hey, would you overturn Roe v. Wade? And they're like, Oh, of course not. And then like, um, obviously they did. Yeah. So I think people were kind of thinking, like, oh, if we're getting all these conservative judges, maybe this is the beginning of, of changing um, this law. And I think you nailed it where it's like, we're two guys, right? And yeah. It's hard because I know I, I can't get pregnant. I don't know what it's like to be pregnant. I don't know what it's like to have a baby. You can get somebody pregnant. I can get someone <laughs> pregnant. Yes. And I have. Yeah. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> yes. Um <laughs> But I, I don't know what it's like to carry a baby. I don't know what it's like to carry a baby that I don't want. And I, I can't, I can't, I can't sit here and think I would for sure do this fill in the blank when I haven't, I'm not in that kind of situation. So would I have an abortion? I don't know. Should I be telling someone else that they, you, I don't know, you were raped. Yeah. Should you have this baby? I, it's such a personal, hard issue, and I, I, I don't know the way you word it. Is like, yeah, I don't like it either. The idea of it, but I also don't like the idea of the government telling me what to do. Period. Like in any way, I feel like the government's way too big in general. I, I'm all for like smaller government. Yeah. Federally and locally, I just feel like the government is so big and they're so involved in everyone's lives that I feel like they should just back out yeah putting aside any moral or religious argument that you may have about it it's like is the role of government is the responsibility of government to tell you that you can't or can't do this i i don't think so it's like and it yeah i mean and it is one of those things that it's it has a lot of like history attached to it Mm -hmm. and it has a lot of connections with women as property and being like you know it's like i went and i got a vasectomy like in february right i made the appointment and i just did it they never asked me like it's like are you done having kids they never asked me like hey what does your wife think about this like or they never asked my wife for permission for me to get a vasectomy but if bonnie had to get or if she wanted to get her tubes tied I'd have to give permission. 
Like, she can't just go and do it. She can't just make an appointment and do it. I have to, like, hmm. sign off saying, like, I'm okay with her getting her tube ties. Because, like, we are still trying to separate ourselves from this history of women as property. And, like, you know, this is part of it. It's like women don't have this autonomy. Because it's like, hey, who's in charge of that lady? (laughs) (laughs) Besides that lady. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't know, it's a historical time. And it's going to be interesting to see because I know that there's been all kinds of protests and all kinds of things happening right now. So we'll kind of see how how it unfolds. Anyone that has any thoughts about it, feel free to send in a voice memo, share, share what your thoughts. Yeah. We'd love to hear from anybody. If you think we're wrong, I'm, I'm, I want to hear it. Yeah. If you think we're stupid, I also want to hear it. <laughs> yeah, let's hear it. Um, who are we, who are we talking to today? So today we have drum roll, Megan Terry, Megan Terry. She's Megan Bailey, Megan Bailey. Now that I guess she's been, Megan Bailey for a long time. She's, she's almost. Long she's time. like been Megan Bailey for longer than she was Megan Terry. That's crazy, Close. right? <laughs> I don't know. So I'm really excited because I know, like, I I teased that there was some beef when we talked to Allie. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. She's coming in person, so it's gonna be hilarious just to like bring up my stupid story. <laughs> Are you gonna be able to do it like right to her face? I don't know. Man. <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna. My heart's gonna start racing. And I'm just gonna like. <sighs> turn back into like 12 year old Steve and just like, I don't know. <laughs> Never mind. Maybe I'll just leave. But, uh, <laughs> but I'm, I'm super excited. I've been looking forward to this one. Cause just like some of the others have said, it's like, we've been lo- waiting for this for like months. I know. Yeah. You know, like I'm almost more excited to tell the story. I'm sure she's probably thinking like, holy crap. What is, what did he say to Allie? <laughs> so I'm excited for this conversation with her. I'm really looking forward to it. All right. So here's our conversation with Megan. Thank you for coming yeah. over. We got Megan Bailey. Bailey. Megan Bailey. Um, Megan Terry. I know when people, I, someone asked me the other day, we were, I can't remember what we were talking about. And I'm like, I don't even like associate myself with that. Like I've been married for, I think 17 years, 16 years. Like I've been married for so, like I'm like, that's my name. So I don't even think of Terry as much, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying that I don't love it. I just, you'll don't. always be Megan Bailey. Yeah, Terry that's great. No, I, I love that. I love that. Innocent time. Now things are. <laughs> now things are. You know, three kids deep. You're. It's a different, different world. So. It's for different. sure. And we're live in person in yes. studio. Yes. I know. Thank you for coming over. This is like the fanciest studio <laughs> I've ever been in. Yeah, it's a. Uh, we got the like the treadmill legit right table. Here. Yeah. We got the tread. We got we, the full table. You need the treadmill because it like. It dampens it, the sound. Oh, it's, it's yeah, hard. does yeah. it? Is yeah. that really it what you have in there? It makes it less echoey, so yeah, that's, I'm that's the only reason like we have it there. Put the padding up or whatever. Right? But. It's part of the story. You know, <laughs> if, you've been there, if you've been with us from the beginning, you know that Gonzo did not have a finished basement when we started. Yeah. Well, I remember you said that. I heard that in one We of used episodes. to do it up in the kitchen. Okay. And we had one microphone and Steven and I would both like, like leave. Oh, yeah, my word. It was really cute. We could do that. Let's try it. Yeah. It but you've got professional equipment. It is professional. I little like by little, I'll just someday I'll get a better table. I bet one day you guys will have like the padding up and yes. all that fun stuff. It's on our Christmas wish list. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <That's> so funny. <laughs> so Megan, catch us up a little bit. What's, what's yeah? So um, honestly, I know I'm like, what have I been doing for the past twenty years? So graduated high school, went straight into college. Um, I actually graduated early. We can talk more about that later, but I graduated early, which I think a lot of people didn't know. Um, and then I went straight into college, 
busted through college in like three years. Don't know why, but just wanted to hurry and get it done. And then, um, met my husband when I was in college, we got married probably like a year later. So we got married kind of quick and then, um, moved out to Harriman. So we live in Harriman. We've lived out there since we've been the married. Whole time. Yeah. Like we moved out there pretty early on, but at that point it was like, if anybody's familiar with Harriman, it was like a two lane road, like the main road, 134th and like the Walmart, none of that stuff was there. So I'm like, I feel like we have seen Harriman develop, but so have lived there for probably like, yeah, like 17 years. And then we have three boys now and my oldest is 12. His name's Beckham. And then, um, my middle son's Benny, he's 10. And then our littlest bear is almost five. So definitely keep busy there. And then I work full time. My husband's a full time firefighter paramedic. So, you know, just us kind of balancing our schedules a little bit. Um, yeah, that's where I'm at now. And you're some like fancy CEO of like, well, not a CEO, but CXO. Well, okay. So I know that's kind of, it was really confusing. So thank you. I I won an award just barely um, with Utah business. It was like CXO of the year, but I think the X just meant to be like, it could just mean it, you, it was anybody in like the C-suite is kind of what oh, okay, it meant. Okay. I, but everybody's like, oh, what is the, what is a CXO? And I'm like, I don't think they actually meant that I was a CXO. But anyway, anyway so it was kind of confusing. So yeah, I was like, it could be a COO, a yes, CEO, it could a be CFO. anything. It was just mm-hmm. anything in the kind of the C-suite. So I'm the chief creative officer for a brand here um, called Fawn Design. I'm sure many of the moms that are listening probably have heard of it. We started out as a diaper bag company. Um, and it's still very, you know, much known as that and still produce a lot. Um, that's still our bestseller is our diaper bags. But over the years, we've kind of expanded just to create products for just all phases of womanhood. So that's kind of our our brand message and kind of just, you know, targeting the women and, and creating um, kind of like, you know, if you've been growing with us since we started the diaper bag, but then a lot of us like me, like I don't need a diaper bag anymore, right? So it's just other kind of bags and stuff for women. Did so. you like... How did you so get I, involved in Yeah, company? so kind of early on. So our founder is, her name's Jenny, and she's amazing. And I met her, like, really early on um, in the process. She had kind of already started the company and kicked it off. She she um, actually, like, sewed the first bag because she hmm. kind of has, like, sewing experience from when she was young. Um, and I met her early on. And um, at that time, I had my own company doing just freelance work for lots of different brands of kind of producing photo shoots and content for them and kind of being like kind of a a creative director, but freelance. So I did it for a ton of different brands and we met at like a conference um, in Salt Lake and just kind of connected. And I, so I started doing freelance work for her. Um, And then after like a year, it was funny after like a photo shoot, we went to dinner and she was just like, Oh my gosh, like I am like feeling so overwhelmed. I think at the time it was like her and just her husband. And I think they had like a part-time customer service person and, um, she was just feeling like super overwhelmed. And I was just like, it just, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know where I was like, hmm. I'm like, well, I'd be happy to help more. And it was weird. Cause at the time I was just doing my own thing and I loved where I was at. I loved being my own boss and setting my own hours. And I was really busy and, and felt like I was successful there, but it just felt like the right fit. And I kind of came on, like, I think the next month kind of a little part-time. And then I think after like a couple months, I was like, let's do this full-time. So I quit. I like stopped my own company, pretty cold Turkey. I finished up a couple of clients. I think that I had it. And then I just went and started working full-time for fun. Um, so I've been there for like full-time, like six years and kind of done it, it, so grateful to be able to work for a small business. Cause I felt like I've been able to 
be in all the different areas, right? Like do a bunch of the customer service stuff. Right when I came in, like one of our biggest challenges, we were moving like all of our um, shipping, like in-house, like we were going to do it and build Mm -hmm. the team. And so like there was this huge challenge of finding warehouses and understanding all these things. I'm like, I have no idea about shipping and warehouses and all the, you know, regulations and all the things. So that was like something, but I love that I was able to learn kind of all these like fundamental things early on. Um, but my, my passion and kind of where, you know, where my role is there that I think kind of fits more what, what my skill sets is, is uh, I'm the chief creative officer. So, um, it is a small company, like I said, so we all wear like a ton of hats, but my main kind of thing is, you know, kind of over the look and feel of the brand. I do a lot with the website. I still do, a, I'm still heavily involved in a lot of like the content stuff, but then, um, one of the things I've been doing the last few years is kind of over product, which I really love. That's like my favorite thing is kind of designing the product. And I have a team and we, we, you know, they're amazing and we do it together. So, but yeah, I'm grateful to have a job. Like I love working, but it's a great company that like, if I do have to leave an hour early to go get my kids from school or something, like I feel like they're really supportive of that. Like I definitely mm-hmm. work full yeah, time, but, that's great. If but I, you don't have that like, Hey, you're leaving. No. Like, you're yeah. Leaving like, and I'm so yeah. glad. I feel like yeah. the world's changed even in the last few years, especially because, you know, and, and because of COVID is that it's a little less like, Hey, like you don't have to be sitting in your desk at eight. You don't have to leave it. You know, yeah. it's a so little more flexible, but I'm like, I feel like I work super hard that if I leave an hour early, I know I make that up in another, you know, another time. And so super grateful to have a job that still allows me, you know, to be a mom and and do the things that are important. So I have two questions. Yeah. One, how, how big was the company when you first started? Like how many employees? Yeah, I guess. So like it was her, her and her husband and they had one customer service person. So what is it now? So, well, it's changed a lot since COVID. Like I think before COVID we had like 20 employees, including like some of our warehouse team. And now we've definitely scaled back since COVID a little bit and just gotten really lean and scrappy, which I also love. Like I really love, I, I think there is something to companies that can, can keep it lean. Now, now that's hard too, right? Like I feel like we all wear a lot of hats and do a lot of things, but so like right now, I think we're down more to like 10 right now. Now we, we, we're going to probably grow it back up, but right, you know, right now it's, it's been okay. So that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. It's really awesome. I think people are always like surprised of what even a small team, like you see these brands, right? And they're like, oh, that's got to be a huge, you know, a huge company. And, and we are like a legit company, but like behind the scenes, it's, you know, 10 of us just working really hard to, to make it happen. So that's awesome. That's awesome. And congratulations. Again. Oh, thank you. Thanks. Appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> but just what got you into freelancing? Because I think I, well, okay. So let me kind of go back a little bit. Cause I, it's weird how you get into stuff. Cause I, I people ask me all the time, like, well, is this what you thought you were going to do? And I'm like, no, like, I don't think I really had a game plan. I, you just kind of like, you know, fall into things. So my first job, so I always loved anything creative. So in, 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 in college, I actually, I didn't take website design, but at the time I was on the dance team and we needed a new website. I'm like, I'll figure this out. So, and I already knew like a lot of the graphic design side of it. And so I took website design classes, um, and kind of taught myself how to do it. So my first job outside of college ended up being for, it was more of like a corporate company, but I was designing websites. It wasn't, sounds really cool. It was not cool. I hated it. Um, but I, I learned a lot. Like I actually learned a lot of kind of like the technical side of, of building some of these websites. And at that, like that was what, like 2006. So I'm like the websites now are, it's like, so different. Totally, different, totally different, totally different, so much easier. 
but that really kind of got me into like just that space and, and doing creative stuff. So then from there, it's kind of a real, it's really kind of a random path, but learning all the graphic design side, I started like a side business doing wedding imitations. So that was actually my first company I ever started was designing wedding imitations. Um, and it kind of was just like, Oh, people that knew I did it. And then I ended up making it like a full time business and I loved it for a while, but the wedding industry is rough. And there was like just one day that I was like, I had like this crazy bride and everybody hears those stories, right? But I had this crazy ride and I was like, what am I doing? Like, what am I, why am I like letting someone treat me like this and feel this way? And I had already kind of started venturing out into kind of this, this next phase of my life of doing kind of this, this freelance stuff. But, um, yeah, so I just up and like quit that company and it was great. I, I learned so much. I felt like I made so many good connections and I was able to grow my kind of graphic design skills. But then from there, yeah, I kind of started like the blogging world got big so I started doing these blogs um, and I had a lifestyle blog that was just kind of about like families and kids and whatever. But then kind of from there, people were seeing these, you know, photo shoots and stuff that I had produced. And in the wedding and in the wedding world, I actually produced a lot of photo shoots for a lot of the wedding magazines. So I just understood kind of the photo shoot side of stuff. Um, but anyway, so I just was free. It's weird how like it's kind of like just word of mouth. Like people are like, oh, like, hey, I know this, especially in Utah, it's such a small world, right? Yeah. And not many people at that. I feel like everybody now is like a content creator or social, you know. Right. Yeah, but at right. the time, like nobody was doing it. And so for me, it was super successful um, just having kind of some of that graphic design background and photo shoot background to like produce these for companies, right? Because most of these, again, were smaller companies that just maybe didn't have like a creative department or couldn't afford right. that. And so they would just hire me freelance like a couple times a year to, you know, produce some of their branding photo shoots. And it just kind of like spread it's yeah. I'm like, I never plan like to say that now. I'm like, yeah, I don't even know what, like what degree to go get. Um, but I think all that experience building up led me to kind of be successful where I am now, but starting kind of from the basics of just learning graphic design and, you know, just, just kind of like the artistic side and, and the bit, you know, the, just the eyes. I'm like, how, you know, I get people that are like, Hey, let's do a seminar and teach people. I'm like, I how do you teach someone to like, it just looks good. I'm like, Oh, it just looks good. <laughs> this looks good. It just looks good. This looks really yeah, bad. This, is good. <laughs> this side's bad. I can't tell you why. I just like it. This one's good. So anyways, but yeah, it's kind of weird how you just kind of like gravitate there and get there. And, and I'm grateful for kind of that journey along the way. And now it's just even a whole different ball game of like, you know, social media now. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah. It is. It's fun. Kind of, yeah. Now we're at fun. That's awesome. Yes. And I'm so, yes. And I you. love, love being there and love working, you know, for a company that kind of supports, you know, th that's really supportive of women who want to work or be moms or not moms or whatever it is that they want to do. So I'm all about that. Very cool. Love it. Thank you for. Sorry. That was a long. Oh, no, that's still. good. And it's, and it's really interesting. I have more questions, but like that have to do with that, but yeah. I'm saving them. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> but tell us about. Like young Megan, who were you when you were in high school? Yeah, I know. This is the one that I think, I think it's everybody. And I, but I've actually loved being able to like go back and think there. And that's actually one of the reasons why I've loved listening to the podcast. Cause I feel like we're all in a different place now and thinking about our kids and our jobs or whatever it is day to day. Like we were saying earlier, I'm like, I literally am like just making it through each day. So I'm just, you know, and, and thinking to the future a little bit. So I'm like, it's been so fun to kind of like personally go back and like, reminisce and I'm like that was just such a simpler time everything was like so easy like there wasn't 
I mean, I think maybe by the time we like graduated and maybe starting in college, like I think MySpace started happening. Right. But like you know, it was like just such a different world. Like you didn't have some of these things now. It was a little bit of a slower pace, and um, no one's online bullying you. Yeah, but I'm like, I can't even imagine like these poor kids, like my kids going to. High- I'm like, I can't. I don't even know. Like we all know, like how hard. Yeah, you post a little stupid video. I would have yes. posted a million stupid videos. <laughs> And then, like, been, like, super cyberbullied. You know, it's just like... <laughs> and, or just, like, yeah, or, like, the, you know, like, I think everybody felt laughed out at one point or another. Like, mm-hmm. oh, so one, I heard one of my friends went to this person's house, right? Or just something. Yeah. I'm like, can you even imagine now that you can, like, feel it in real time that you're not somewhere or not invited? You know, anyway, like so. someone's, like, Or, like, and the, it's also, like, there's a record of all that. Exactly. Like, uh, a, a timeline of your stupidity. Well, like exactly for us, we were maybe we're the last generation that we can bury our like. Well, like we can change those stories. They say exactly. <laughs> I know. I'm like so bless the hearts of all these these kids now. But okay, so yeah, I don't. I I think it was just like the things. I'm I'm reflecting back like the things that I feel like I'm really similar to what I was personality a little bit. Like I can see a lot of the same traits. Like I was, like I said, I, I went through, I graduated from high school when I was a junior and don't know why. Well, I do know why, <laughs> but like, I just was like so driven and wanted to just move to the next thing. Right. Like I had this whole career path and I didn't even go down that career path. I graduated early to go to like a dance school back in, Cal- in North Carolina. And I went, but didn't go. Like I went, did the tryout stuff and whatever. And it just didn't feel right. And I, I think I had like a serious boyfriend at the time that I was like more interested, you know, stupid, mm-hmm. more interested in. I was like, eh. so I didn't care, but it was weird. Cause I had really worked up to that forever and ever and, and graduated early to go there. And then it didn't happen. So I just felt like I was super driven, like always wanting to do the next thing and like really, really motivated. And I still feel a lot of that in my personality now, but I also feel like then I was like really like in a bubble in a way, right? Like the only thing, like I was in this like tunnel vision, like the only things that mattered to me were dance drill team or my friends like that was it it's the only things I cared about right I mean I care about my family but when you're young that's all you're thinking about right and so I'm like I just think now you know 20-ish years later and like the life you know the things that I've seen in life and the things that I've done and and having a family and and you know being married and being able to travel the world and um you know I even had like a, a brother that passed away that I'm like I feel like I just like there's so much more to life and I think when I look back at that age I was just so like in this tunnel vision of like these are the things that are important were you a confident kid yeah yeah I was I think I always have been you know I mean I'm not saying I don't have insecurities I no, think yeah, everybody yeah, does but I, I also have a feeling of like you were were it, and I don't want to put words in your mouth yeah but it's just like I felt like you were the one that, like, a kid was like, I can do that. You know, it's just like, the one's things, just like, why not? Yeah, I can do it. If it's a dance thing, it's like, yeah, just watch me. Yeah, for sure. No, I, and yeah, I'm like, I I wouldn't even think to say that. But yeah, I mean, I do feel that way. I think it's because I'm not, but I'm also not afraid to fail. Like, I don't, I don't, I think I don't really care, you know? Like, I think everybody cares to a certain amount, but there's a part where I'm like, well, you either like me or you don't, or you, t- you know, or you, or you think I'm stupid for doing that, or, <laughs> or you think I'm, you know, whatever. But, but yeah, I did feel confident. And then, too, like, and I don't know, I don't want to get ahead of it, but it's like, as an adult, you haven't been afraid to change your path. Yeah. You know, it's just like saying, like, even if it is to start something new, like, yeah. to say, like, hey, yeah. I can do these wedding things. Like, yeah. I can do it. Take a risk. And yeah. then, but then it's just like, no, oh, this is BS. I'm, yeah. I'm done with it. You I know. know. It's just like, we're... And I look back at that sometimes now. Cause like where, 
and that you brought that up, like I even look at it now and I'm like, I can't believe I like did that. But I was probably, you know, like my kids trying to think, no, I did when I was doing the wedding invitations, I had my first son, but yeah, like at the time I was so willing to like quit my job or go do something else. And like now I would be so terrified because I know the responsibilities. That's rare. It's rare for someone to have the balls to like be able to do that. Yeah. Um, Or the ovaries. But now I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, like how did I pay my bills? And I probably didn't, you know, or like, (laughs) who knows? I mean, clearly we like made our way to where we're at now somehow. And so, but I'm like, yeah, like the things that I would do blow my mind where does it come from i mean i don't know like i think a little bit like i can see like it's funny because i can see a little bit like from my mom too like we you know we talk about a little bit like she's a pretty like strong woman and like even for her her era she talks about like work a working mom in the 80s and like what that life was like and i'm like i can't even imagine like she would just tell me these like stories about how men would treat her like in the 80s i'm like i can't even like handle that you know um so I think a little bit comes from her, but then also like we're really different because I'm a lot more like, you know, I asked you before, I'm like, so is this PG-13? Like where would you got to keep it? Because I'm a little more outspoken than she is. So I don't know exactly where it comes from because then like my dad is also pretty reserved. So I'm like, I don't know. I just kind of say it how it is. But um, yeah. Did When you say that like, you were driven in yeah. school, like were, did that come from them or where did that come from? Yeah, but not like they weren't pers- per- pushing me like at all. Like they were very supportive. Like my mom was always really good at like helping me like sign up for my college classes or, you know, like she was really heavily yeah. involved, like not doing it for me. She wasn't that mom that was like, here, I'll do everything for you, yeah. but very involved. But enabling. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, and she was making yeah. it happen. And I know she helped pay, you know, helped pay for a lot of that. I did get scholarships too, but you know, some of the early stuff she definitely helped pay. So very like encouraging, but not like never has been overbearing in the sense of like, you have to do this. Like, I think that all came personally. Like I, I had this drive for dance. That was like my passion forever. And that's why I wanted to, you know, this whole like, Oh, you can go to college and do dance all the time. I'm like, well, that sounds like a dream. So that's why I graduated early to go there. But then that didn't even end up happening. Um, which is also weird in itself of like, you think that's what you're going to do. And you've like worked so hard towards it. And I gave it up like in a moment probably. And was just like, hmm, okay, well, nah, on to the next. Now I look at it. I'm like, what was I doing? <laughs> but at the time I was just, you know, ready to hustle and kind of do whatever. You said like the most important things were friends. and Yeah. And, like, I mean, I think those are the things, right? When you're like and, 16. And that's, uh, yeah, that's yeah. But I'm like that, that would, but I'm like, I just feel like it was just such a different world at that time. Like, you know, you didn't have the responsibility. Like I just think about, I feel like I have a lot of responsibilities now and I'm like, I had nothing then. Like yeah. that was just so freeing. Just dance. Yeah. Like friends. Yeah. I'm like, and you know, like go to school, get your homework done, those kinds yeah. of things. But that's like what my world was. It wasn't, you know, we didn't have to pay bills. We didn't have our, you know, a whole lot of responsibilities. So that's what I always yeah. think about. So then did no, you, so, and maybe we'll get to this. I don't know. When you just, when you decided, okay, I guess I'm not doing this dance thing in college. Did you have, I don't want to say like an identity crisis or anything. Cause you were like, when I think of Megan Terry thing, like that girl was the dance girl. And now, boom, you're not doing that anymore. Did you struggle with that or was it just, okay, on to the next thing? Well, so, and I actually didn't just like stop doing dance. I just stopped doing, cause I was going to go to this, it was like a ballet school um, back East. And I just didn't do that. And I, and I'm trying to even remember exactly. Cause I, I remember like the tryouts were weird and like, they kind of wanted me to do all these like other things. I was like, oh, I'm not really interested. Like, that's not what I really want to do. So I kind of like 
flew back home and I did have a serious boyfriend at the time. And I think I was like, ah, I'm just going to stay home. Like I actually maybe don't want to move to North Carolina. How are the tryouts weird? Like, I just think it wasn't like, I'm trying to even like, remember. Uh, step into this back room for medicine. No, sorry. Not weird, <laughs> not weird like that. I just think it wasn't, I think I had like had in my mind what I thought it was going to be. And they were like, to be totally honest, like they, I think they weren't like, they weren't like super stoked on me. Like I, they were like, they, ex- I can't even remember exactly how it worked, but they like accepted me to like come be part of the program, but then wanted me to do all these other things. And I was kind of like, eh, like, mm-hmm. we need you to mop up after. Like, yeah. Class or yeah. No. And they were, but, but, they, but it's all, it is like a really prestigious dance school. So mm-hmm. I think I maybe came into it thinking like I was a lot better than I was maybe. And I think they were kind of eh, like, sure. Yeah. You're, you're okay. But like, you've got these things to work on. And I think I was like, Oh, you're getting a room full of Megan Terry's. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. And I was think I was like, Oh, Okay. But then I think, yeah, like the, the thought started really setting in of like, okay, I'd have to move back here. My family's all here and this boyfriend that I'm not with or, any, you know, like mm-hmm. so stupid. Um, so uh, anyway, so I came back and then, yes, I had already graduated from, from call or from high school. So I ended up on the dance team at the U. So I did still dance okay. and, and I got a scholarship for that, which so grateful to, you know, be able to, to have that opportunity. And that was a super fun time too. It was like, it was when the, like, the Alex Smith era... I see you're wearing BYU, by the way. I graduated from the U, though. Did oh. you see my Utah thing on my car? No. <laughs> Going... Anyway. I'm not... Don't worry. I'm not going to... But I just well, noticed that. But I am a I would big, have I'm a big walk Utah walk up to me because I was an fan. idiot and I would wear BYU stuff at the U. And people yeah, like, you can't do that. F you. I hate your shirt. Yeah. Like, oh, you don't even know my name. I know. That's extreme. You shouldn't say that to yeah. somebody. But, but also... <laughs> but, you know, I deserve it. It's okay. So, anyhow. So, I went to the university. It was when Alex Smith... Like, it was really fun. Like, we nice got to go time. to the fiesta. Anyway, so... So good. Did that. And then after with dance, like I taught dance for a little bit after high or after college, but that's it. I like, and there are moments now that I look back and I'm like, I worked so hard for so long and I kind of just stopped. But also like I learned so much. I learned so much about like just working really hard, being a part of a team. Like there's a lot of life lessons you can learn there. And any, if anything, it paid for my college. So I'm like, I I don't feel like it was like Mm -hmm. for nothing. But I do look back sometimes. I'm like, oh, I worked so hard and I'm not like doing anything with that now. And I have three boys. Not, a, you know, definitely. No, I am not a dance mom. <laughs> and there was like one small moment years and years ago that I was like, oh, I'm never going to take my daughter to dance. And I know my husband was like, you know, was worried about that. And now I'm like, my life is like football and sports and I love it more than anything. So I, I'm so good. I'm so I'm actually so happy to not go to like the dance stuff because that has its own crazy drum. Not the foot, not the. We can, we could do a whole podcast about like youth sports drama, guys. There's a lot there, but we won't. Part two. <laughs> part two. But anyway, so, but yeah, like it's, it's wild how you, you know, people work towards something for a long time and then, you know, whatever life changes and you kind of pivot and that's okay too. How are you, who are you now today different from teenage Megan? Um, I, well, I have to pay bills now. <laughs> I pay bills now. I've got a house. Um, Honestly, I feel like I'm a lot the same, but like I said, like, I think I've just, you know, been able to see the world and a lot, you know, experience the world a lot more, been, you know, been married for 17 years and, and have the most amazing husband, but like, there's Congrats, some, that's like, that's something. Yes. Know? But like, I will be the first to tell you, and I know he's going to listen to this and he knows how, like, I think we have the best marriage. However, like it's been a hard marriage too, right? Like I think anybody that's married knows like there are those ups and downs. I think marriage 
in in general is hard because it's a, it's a hard thing to do. And it doesn't mean it's not fulfilling. No, and it exactly. doesn't mean that it's, it's and not everybody great, says it's that. Oh, marriage is hard. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're like, yeah, but like yeah. it really is. I think it can test you in some of the hardest ways. But like you said, it can be some of the most fulfilling like moments. And 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 I really feel like we have such a great marriage. But I say that, but I'm like, if people only knew too, like there's a yeah. that that's it's hard. And I think too, it's different. And I don't know what your parents' relationship are like, what their marriage was like. Yeah. But, and I've talked to Steve about this. It's like, my, in my family growing up, like, my dad was the boss. And then my mom, like, did what my dad said. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's just like, but that's not the kind of marriage I want to have. Right. So it's like, I want to have something that's like. Like that, we work together. Exactly. We're like, it really, yes. I want it to be a 50 50 thing. And yeah. I just, I don't want to be like, hey, so I'm the man, so you gotta like get, get, finish sure. going, you know, yes. or whatever. So it's just like, <laughs> yes. I don't want to have that kind of marriage. And I think, I think that kind of marriage is harder than somebody's the boss and the other person just does it. Absolutely. You know, you, For you know sure. what I mean? So it's like, yeah, no, that's a, like, that's a good question. Cause like looking back, like, so my parents got divorced really young like when I was like three. So my mom remarried when I was pretty young and married my stepdad, who's like my favorite person in the whole world. And I'm so glad that I have such a good relationship with him, but he, um, and they have such a good marriage, but it wasn't the, like, he wasn't in charge. I feel like if anybody was more in charge, it was maybe my mom, but I wouldn't even say like, it wasn't, it wasn't like she was like some super domineering either. It was a very like loving mutual relationship and I loved like he he's actually the one that got me into this dance in North Carolina because that's where he Mm. was from um and he was actually yeah like just such a you know I I grew up in in Sandy as many of us did and um my parents were LDS and and I was LDS growing you know my my stepdad is Presbyterian so he was literally the first person I probably ever knew that was not LDS um, but I loved him and just thought he, and, and still do obviously, but just thought he was such a good person and treated me, you know, he came into this marriage. My mom had three kids. I'm the youngest. He didn't have any kids. He was married previously, but didn't have any kids and really just like took us in, you know, as his own and loved us as, you know, as if we were his and, and still does. But yeah, so like their relationship was, you know, very, you know, healthy is what, you know, like I yeah. grew up in a very healthy relation, you know, seeing healthy parent relationships. I mean, I'm sure they argued or whatever, but I honestly didn't see a lot of it, you know, but yeah, then like my marriage with, with my husband, his name's Josh is so like, it's different. It's actually really different, but I really like, I love it because he, he actually is the one that cooks and cleans. Um, he got that from his mom. Like they're, they were big cookers and cleaners and, you know, there might be a little, some of that like OCD in there too, but like, that's what he likes to do. Um, and I actually, like, it works for our family. Like I love it. And I, I don't mind cooking. Like I actually like it, but he's so much better than me. And, and working at the fire station, that's kind of something they do a lot there. And he's kind of like the chef there or whatever. So, but kind of how that dynamic works for us. Um, cause it can be a lot too, right? Like I, I know that there's been times where he feels the the pressure is probably any woman or man or anybody, you know, doing that is like, Hey, like this is a lot of work to like have to cook and clean all the time. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, he cooks most of the time. So I really try to be like the one that's like, I either like, I actually really love doing it with him. So, you know, that's kind of like, we'll do that together. I'm always like, Hey, I'm going to clean it. Like I'll be the one to kind of clean it up. So I'm like trying to like do my part with it. 
but I, I also love it too of, you know, I have three boys. Like I want, it's so important for, for me, for them to see that like, whatever, if you're a woman or a you man, work together. you yeah. can work together. You can do like whatever works for your household. I think that's great. But I want them to see that like, if the man wants to cook, that's great. And there's nothing wrong with it. And it's if not he like wants a defined to cook, yeah, no, exactly. And I think that they see us both doing it. So it, and I like that, but I just want, and I want them to, to know, like, if that's what they want to do, or if they, and if they're married to a woman that wants to work, like, that's great. And just to be super supportive of it. And my oldest, actually, the other day, he, well, he wants to be like an aerospace engineer, but he was saying that. And then he was like, but actually, I think I'm just going to be a cook, like dad. And like, you know, that's not his profession. But I thought that was like, honestly, I was like, I feel like I've maybe done something right in my life that I'm just, I just want these kids to like grow up and not have these like stereotypical, you know, yeah. whatever. It's like gender role. Exactly. Like, stuff. it's like, I just think it's what, and I don't think there's one right way or wrong way to do it. It's just whatever works for your family. So I just want them to be supportive of that as well. So then going back to like what's changed, it seems out, sounds like through your marriage, there's been a lot of growth. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, I feel like we've just, you know, like, I think that has made me grow a lot, right? Like you just realize so much that's happening in the world. And, and I have had some losses and, and been able, you know, I've been lucky enough to travel that I'm like, I feel like I've just been able to like have more experiences and like really realize that there's just so much, you know, there is, there is more to life than some of the superficial, like surface level things, right? Like I would rather have more intimate conversations with people than just like superficial. Like I really, I like to, that's again, that's why I'm like, what's the, what are the rules for the podcast? Cause I, I like to go deep with people. Right. And, and not with everybody. Right. Like that can get exhausting yeah, too. Yeah. And just, you know, I think the biggest thing that I've realized the last few years um, that I think hits home, especially also with my husband's career as being a firefighter paramedic, like I hear a lot of the stories. Right. And I think what really hits home is like just really re- realizing like how fragile life is and that it can be gone in a minute. I know I was actually, we were, just, I was just listening to Danny's episode and I started it out with, you know, the shootings that happened yeah. just recently. And like, you know, it, it, it blows your mind or my mind, I guess, of just how quickly it can change. And I think that's something that we forget. And not that we it should, is. not that I want to live in fear of that. And like, yeah. you know, cause there's a whole other angle of where you can live in fear that, Something bad's going to happen. You don't live your life. Cause that's not how I feel either. I actually feel the opposite. I feel like we're not promised tomorrow and none of us truly know, you know, what potential afterlifes maybe we have or don't have or whatever. And so I'm like, let's live our life to the fullest now. Like let's, you know, and going back to, you know, I was super driven young and always going to the next, like I graduated early from high school, graduated early from college and like going, and I feel like I've totally slowed that down. So I think that's actually something that's kind of changes. I'm kind of like, no, like I'm actually really not looking to the future right now. Like I'm in a good place. And I think that's like what success looks like is when you're content, right? Like it's not winning awards and it's not being progressing in your career, even though those things are great or progressing in, you know, activities or whatever is that you're interested in, but just being like content with where you're at too. And like just kind of slowing down. So I think that's probably the biggest thing that I've changed over the last few years is just trying to enjoy it a little bit more and seeing my kids growing up so fast. I'm like, Oh, it's going too fast now. I wanted it to go fast when I was younger. <laughs> right. And now I'm like, no, 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 let's slow down. So. Well, the thing too is like, I think a lot of us, and we are conditioned to look to the future. Yes, right? exactly. It's like you go to an interview, 
what are you going to be doing in yeah, five years? Exactly. Or that, that's like, you get asked that all the time. It's like, yeah. what's your goal? What's your next thing? But I, I honestly, in the last two years, I don't want to, I don't care. I, don't, I, I haven't care. even been thinking about it. I'm just like, I'm only going to worry about now. Honestly, my son has been a huge thing. For yeah. Me. You know, sometimes Bonnie and I are talking. He's like, maybe he'll be with us the rest of his life. Sure. Or, yeah. but maybe he will like, you know, it's like develop well or, or yeah. not, you know, but it's just like, I don't enjoy. I'm life. not even thinking about it. Trying to enjoy where you're yeah, at just, now. And I know yeah. that's so cliche because people really, you know, everybody always says that, like, slow down, enjoy. But I'm like, I, I, I believe that, right? Like, mm-hmm. just trying to have more fun. And it doesn't have to be these, like, crazy wild things. Like, just even enjoying some of the simple moments of, like, playing in the backyard with your kids. Right. or You know what I mean? Just some of those moments where, like, this is a good day. Like, I'm having a good day today and just feeling good about that and not thinking, yeah, wh- where am I going in my career path or where, you know, what where what other achievements are I'm trying to get cuz those can those will happen you know yeah they will yeah, like yeah. there's time for that so i think that's the biggest change is i've definitely slowed down it. a little bit it seems like you said like you're not promised tomorrow we're not yeah no so you can just live i think you can sum it up by just being present like if yeah. you're just present in the moment yeah. you can get the most out of hey i'm playing with my kids right now i'm, yeah. I'm putting my phone away yeah uh, because it will flash by. It's like, oh my gosh, my kids. I'm like, I have a 12-year-old boy now. I know. He's turning into a little man. I know. And, that's uh, wild. My 12-year-old son is like <laughs> taller than me. Not that that's hard. I mean, anybody remembers I'm like five feet tall. But yeah, but it goes by so fast. So that's a big achievement. I remember when my mom's when five you're feet tall, tall too. Right? And like, so you're, you're like, I'm yeah. there. My husband's, six, <laughs> my husband's six four. So also, yeah, that's some height difference. But so my kids will hopefully all be taller than me. But yeah, he's now taller than me. And I'm like. Yep, you hit, hit your achievement now. <laughs> I actually love it. Everybody I see, I'm like, oh, look, he's taller than me. But I'm like, again, I'm five feet, so it's not like that's hard hard to, Hopefully he'll to pass. Shoot up. I know. I'm like, please, yeah. please take after my husband, not me. So Maybe we'll he'll be a shorty, and you that's never okay, know. too. And you know what? I, I have three, so I'm sure that I'm going to have some ranges. So I'm, My dad is like 5'2", and my mom is 5'3", and I got 5'10". Really? So like in my family, I'm a giant. Wow, that's amazing. Is 6'1". Okay. And her dad is 6'9". Oh, okay. So I'm like, oh, my kids are taller than me. Yeah. No, that, like, they, they, they be. could be. My daughter will be taller than me. My, daughter yeah. will be, my son will be like a shorty. I know. That's how it always Wes happens. Wes is big. But it, his, his kids are huge compared to my kids. My kids are like, they're <laughs> all How tall is your wife? She's like 5'5". Five five. Okay. I'm 5'6". Five okay. So it's like, all our kids are tiny. You never, yeah. Small. I'm like, you never know. You, you think there's like a roadmap of genetics are always, but anyways, that's yeah. so funny how that works though. <laughs> but I mean... You can be happy as a short person. Absolutely. I loved it. I But I'm a girl, so I know that can be a little different. But For guys, it is like... Yeah, it's no, hard. I get that. I get that. Natalie eh, broke up with me like four times before she finally married me. <laughs> she won't say it's because I was too short, but it's for sure because I was well, too okay, short. Well, okay, so... Oh, I, yeah, it was definitely because yeah. I was too short. I remember people like... <laughs> she not, didn't tell him. She told me that it's like, oh, Steve was talking. I know, that's so hard. That's why I think about that like with my boys. I'm like, oh, gosh. But I remember like somebody telling me one time, they're like... Hey, I'm going to line you up with this guy. He's like your same height. You're going to love him. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm not, no, I didn't, he's I didn't. your same height? Well, like, like that's close. Really small for yeah, that. I'm like, or close to, they're like, oh, he's like really short like you. And I'm like, I think I just sat there with my mouth open like, uh, not that, I don't think I even like really had a preference, but clearly I must like tall guys because my husband's 6'4". But anyways, I was like, oh. Maybe not. That's so sad. I don't even remember who it was. I'm sorry. I'll probably end, one of my sons will end up being, being five two. <laughs> if it wasn't, I sorry. was waiting I at the restaurant. You never came. I didn't up. Show. It was really sad. 
what are some of the things that you're passionate about now? Like you've yeah. talked about your business, you talked yeah, about your yeah, family. Yeah. Well, yeah, and those are like obvious things, but so, um, I, I started to tell you, so my, we, we've kind of got our boys into to football and that's kind of the sport that they love. My husband played it. And so, you know, he kind of introduced them to it. And I had my hesitations about it of just some of the safety, you know, whatever, but ICT. yeah, I'm like, you know, as a mom or a parent, any of yeah. us, like there's still those concerns, but I think that now they have so much more information that I think they do a lot better with the safety side of things. So anyways, but I love I love it so much. And the, I think the reason why I love it is because everybody in my family can get into it. And I think that's why I love it. It's like a family thing. And I never, I mean, I always liked sports, like whatever, didn't really care. Even when my boys were younger, I was kind of like, eh, but now I'm like, I know all the football players, like I know all <laughs> the teams and, but I love that that's something that we can do together as a family, both my older two play. So, you know, our Saturdays are like full day of yeah. football. My, my husband coaches our older son. And I just love that it's something that we can do as a family. And my five-year-old loves it too. He loves to go and be the wild kid running around and he calls himself the team mascot. And, but yeah, I think that's why I love, and it's something I never did before. Like I, I grew up dancing and I, my brothers were way older than me and like, it was just nothing I was ever involved in. And then I kind of just fallen into it. Cause it's something that our family like can do together. And I mm-hmm. love that. Give us your number one little league drama. Oh guys, it's bad. It can get bad. I what, think, what's an example? Oh, well with your husband coaching, I'm sure you're getting like a phone call. It's like, wait, Billy. Yeah. You know what? Okay. <laughs> Just like we'll go surface level. Cause I can get real, real drama, but I'm sure anybody can relate to this probably in any sport, any, you know, girls or boys, but the parents are the worst. It's not even the kids. Most of the kids are great. They're just happy to be there. They're happy to play. The parent drama is beyond because every, and I, but then I get it because I'm a parent too, but everybody wants their kid to play and they're like unreal, but most of them are like unrealistic of like where their kid might be at. You know what yeah, I mean? And like that's their actual ability. Yes. I want my kid to be the quarterback. <laughs> I know. And I've tried to be really, I mean, as a parent, we all want, you know, our the best for our kid. But I really try to be open-minded and be like, Hey, like be realistic with like where my kid really is at. Right. And what he can do. AC Slater. Yeah. So I'm like, let's just, you know, be real with where we're at. So I think there's just, there's, that's kind of the biggest thing is Mm. the parent drama is beyond. And it gets, it gets ruthless guys. It's, it's pretty wild. Like there's more drama there than I remember being like in high school, but that was also a long time ago. So I'm sure I'm just thinking of like all the good times, but it's, it's what, but you guys know as parents, mm-hmm. people are ruthless when it comes to their like own kid and their development or, or progression, yeah. whatever. So it's just wild. We try to like, we try to like laugh about it and not get too hung up in it. And I don't think that we do. Like, I think me and my husband, like it gives us something to talk about, you know, like we'll talk about it, but for the most part, we're like, <laughs> eh, like it is what it is. Whatever. Like we're, we're talking about nine year old football here, guys. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> like none have... of these kids are getting drafted tomorrow. Right. So, so there's like a, a friend of ours does like soccer and all yeah. the kids play. And like some of the parents are getting in their faces. Yes. About, like... It's, we've had, there was an instance where a parent got in Josh's face, got a little heated for a minute. It did get broke. Like it, nothing crazy happened, but it de- like it gets heated. For sure. It's a good thing Josh is 6'4". I know. Well, that's why I'm like, this guy that was like in his, I was like, what are you thinking? Like, nothing happened, but I was like, I wouldn't be picking on that guy, but. (laughs) But again, when, 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 go pick the other guy over there. But when, but again, when it's your kid and you're fired up and heated and it's like, 
a championship game. I think it was like the playoff game into the champ. You know, like people are getting fired up yeah. and it happens. So not our, not our like our best moments, but I guess they're now they're pretty funny to like laugh about. <laughs> um, do you guys have a team? Like, is there a team you all cheer for? So, oh, like you say, like love watching football, doing oh, stuff. Oh, like, well, I'm kind of trying to think. Like, I think it changes. I kind of just cheer for like whoever my kids are into. Um, my boy, my oldest son Beckham, he loves Josh Allen, and so like I'm kind of You're like a big Bills fan. Yeah, and I'm kind of like I feel like they're kind of an underdog a little bit. Like, not not really. I mean, I, you probably wouldn't call them an underdog, but anyway, so they never win. Yeah, so. but it's like they're so close. So anyway, so we're kind of into them. I'm trying to think. Um. Um, my, um, I'm trying to think who I like, um, I'm kind of into like a little bit of like Travis Kelsey. So I kind of liked the, the chiefs a little bit, but just cause I thought he was cute. My husband's <laughs> like, you just like the players cause they're cute. I'm like, well, yeah, why else would you like them? Yeah. That's the only reason. Yeah. I'm like, you know, they do have those tight pants. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm just kidding. And he's a good player. <laughs> There's more to it than that. (laughs) There's more to him than his looks, you mean? It depends on the year. So we don't have like a team. I wouldn't say we have like a team that we're like die hard about. I think it kind of depends on the year. This is more the family time. Yeah. And like my boys, like every year, there'll be some player that they're kind of like into or whatever. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Megan, do we we have any beef? I don't have any beef, but apparently Steve has some beef. (laughs) This is like my favorite. (laughs) And I'm so excited to hear what it is. Okay, yeah, I don't have any beef either. So it's all you, Steve. I have waited for this it moment. It could go a million different ways. Okay, you have no idea what's coming. No. Except for maybe you'll remember. I hope you remember. Okay, I hope I do too. We haven't spoken no. since eighth grade. You and me, I don't think. Really? Not even yes. like in high school? Not even once. Well, we had classes together in high school, didn't I we? I know. Because didn't so we have like what? A, what class did we have in high school? I don't even know. You tell me. Weren't we like in a photography class together or something? No. Art? I don't know. Maybe it was an art class. Okay, anyways, keep going. Eighth grade. So, Eighth grade. This is good. Like, this is actually taking me a lot of courage to say this because okay. it's gonna sound super creepy. Okay. But <laughs> I like, it makes for a. Good, I like, like some creepy. Like <laughs> twenty three years have passed. This I can tell this story. Yeah. So, I moved to Utah when I was in like for seventh grade. I was like, oh great, and I was like, Megan. You Terry. only moved in seventh grade. Yeah, from California. From California. Yeah. So I didn't so I like, that girl's super cute, but I was like scared that the girls, whatever. And then my buddy Eli Padilla. Yeah. And I. I was like, hmm. Do <laughs> you so know the story? <laughs> you do? <laughs> He's over here dying. I, we whip out the white pages. Oh, shit. And I was like, like going back to the white pages? Yes. Yeah. And I was like, Terry, Terry, Terry. Hey, there's a Terry that lives in Sandy. Could be her. Let's just ride our bikes over there. <laughs> so, like, we moved down to White City, so we ride our bikes up to 13th, past okay. Smith's, up. And you're having a party at your house oh, that sh- night. And I was literally just saying, can you imagine being the kid that doesn't yes. have a party? <laughs> so okay, is this in seventh grade? Seventh or eighth grade, I don't remember. This was probably on my birthday because okay. I had a party on my birthday. It That's gets better. Ha- okay. It gets better. Okay. So we're riding our bikes and we're like, oh shoot, there's a ton of people at her house. So we stop, I don't know, five houses down the street, it's nighttime. You start walking toward us okay. with a few of your friends. And me and the other, we book it. We just ride our bikes away. Never spoke to you again after that. The next day at school, Adrian Walkenhorst. Oh my gosh. All these names that I like haven't heard forever. Adrian was like, hey dude, that was really weird. Don't do stuff like that. Like, you're cool, but like, don't do stuff like that. That was He's, really he, weird. Did, he like took he, me to the side. You. I was like, dude. Did you guys just ride up and, and stop? 
Or did you like put your bikes down like, oh. in the bushes a little bit and like <laughs> no we were like in the middle of the spy on the party on our bikes like oh my gosh there's a party I, it's very similar to when I was asking that girl to that dance and she opened the door and I was like like just froze. right there like what like, are the oh, chances like, so you did know. find the right address yes. in the white pages. yeah I did stalk you appropriately which found is, the right house. which is actually really interesting that you found it because like my mom's name is like. Because she remarried and it was, their last name was good. So I don't even know how, like, that's wild that you can, you know what I mean? Because the house would have been under that. Anyways, but somebody I don't found know. It. All I know is, for sure, whatever house that you went to. so funny. You I mean, started, you there's like four or five, I can like vividly see this in my mind, like walking down the street and I was like scared to death. And I was like, hmm. But I feel like if mm-hmm. I was the type that if you would have said something, I would have been like, hey, what are you doing? Like I would have started talking to you. I would never let you. that happen. I was totally. like, mm, never talking to that girl Was the party in the- 23 years later. That's so yes, funny. Yes, in the front yard. It was in the front, okay, I was going to say, because, so I did have a birthday in my backyard. At, so I was like, I think it was seventh or eighth grade, I can't remember, but that's where I had my first kiss. Oh yeah? It was a great night. Do you guys who want to know it? who it was? Yeah. <laughs> you ready for this? Yes. <laughs> um, it was Grady Mock. <laughs> eighth Good grade job, in, my, in, my, <laughs> in the backyard. <laughs> I, I can't remember if it was my seventh. I think it was eighth grade birthday party. I can't remember. Anyways, but so it was in the front. We were in the front yard. You should have said hi because oh, I no, totally. I was so absolutely horrified. Well, the thing is, just I like, don't even know. Like, so I don't know what we're hi. gonna do. But then I guess you could have been on an innocent bike ride up there. Yeah, right? like, oh. like you, I, oh, okay. Okay. I know you live here because I just thought, I probably would have just thought you were coming to my house. I I think that well, I don't know. I don't know what what other people's perceptions were of me. You know, but like, what do I'm, you think? I'm sure I came across as like. You know, I'm sure people were, like, intimidated or I came across, like, stuck up or whatever. But I actually felt like I was very, like, a, like nice to people. I hope, Or at least I hope I was. I mean, I'm sure we were all mean at some point. Like, I'm sure there's some stories. Yeah, but but I really felt like, and I felt like I, I hopefully am that way now, too, of just, like, I think I more came across that way. But what, I actually took so many different classes in high school, and I felt like I knew so many kind of random kids. Like, I remember mm-hmm. taking, I like the weird classes, like, photography and ballroom and I felt like I just met like the most random people and I hopefully I came across being nice but you never know so I'm sure you did I was like I I kept my distance for the rest of we didn't ever talk after that I don't think no I don't think even one word I feel like I remember interacting with you if we die and go to heaven and there's a movie of my life we'll we'll find out (laughs) (laughs) like I just like I just I I know that is because of the next day Adrian being like Dude, that was really weird. So he know he noticed or something. Something like he knew it was like he knew it was me and Eli, and maybe it was Eli's like, dude, let's get out of here. I don't know. It was probably me. Like Eli probably thought, dude, go over there. Yeah, you should have. I'm sure no one would have thought I knew, anything like, of it. That's so I funny. Don't know. At that time, it may have been seventh grade. I don't know. I knew yeah. like Eli and Gus. I think it was even before Gonzo like moved in across the street. Like it was. That's so funny. I was like, so. Sorry, that was super weird. <laughs> no, I love it. I think that's so fun. I just wish you would have like said hi and come came and hang out. Uh, yeah, well, next time. Next time, we'll have another front yard party. Do a front yard party. Invite Grady Mock. It would be weird for all of us. No, I know. I just thought. I'm like, I should have maybe like thought I'll, about. Some I'll, of those I'll send him the podcast. Yeah. I know. I'm like, he probably doesn't even <laughs> remember. Maybe he does. <laughs> I'm like, but to be honest, yeah, I'm, like, I'm sure everybody I'm pretty remembers. Sure, but I kind of remember. I'm pretty sure we like. Maybe broke up after that, or so I get it. You know what I mean? Like you're in sense of grade, yeah. Yeah, that 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 time of 
kissing was really <laughs> <laughs> not the best. But it was so. But again, like you think back, and that was like just so innocent and fun. And I, mm-hmm. I, I wish there was a little bit more of that in life right now. <laughs> yeah, everything's so serious all the time, but. I yeah. wanted to tell you that story. That is the so best story. It. It's hilarious. So. I think that's so, that's like, that's what you would see in like a <laughs> high school, junior high movie. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> bike as fast as you can. Straight to my bedroom. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Thanks for coming over yeah. in person so I can actually like, I know. look at you and tell you. That's hilarious. Did that stress you out a little bit? You good? <laughs> I feel better. We that's can continue. Fun. That's fun. <laughs> no, I love that. Do you have anything you want to promote or any anything else you want to share? Do you have a fun story you want to share? I just on okay, so honestly what I think about we were talking about like our kids, right? Like my old they're getting older, right? Like they want to be a little bit more, you know, they want to go out with friends or be a little yeah. more adventurous. Yeah. yeah, a little more independent, thank you. And you know, kind of want to be like left we went to the Harriman Carnival last night actually. Mm-hmm. And my 12-year-old he was there with another friend and like another, yeah, another friend. And they were like walking and I saw like the first time I've ever seen him like talk to a girl. They were like talking to girls, like getting their number. And my husband both were like, <laughs> didn't, and cause my older one's a little more like reserved. And yeah. so we were just like, oh my gosh, like didn't even like know what to think of that. Um, anyways, so, oh, I'm like, where was I going with this? So, you know, they're trying to, they're, they're wanting to be like a little more. And I'm just thinking about the things that I did. Now they weren't like bad well yes they were bad but like i'm like how how do i teach my kids not to do these things like i used to sneak out of my house like every night and we didn't do anything bad but i would literally walk out my front door and i tell my mom this nowadays and she's like what i'm like yeah mom i just walked out the front door i don't know where you what you were and she was just asleep my parents had a whole bunch of jingle bells that's smart that's what i got jingle bells that's what i gotta do because the front door was like close to my mom's room it wasn't i did but anyway so yeah so they're like sleigh bells like the ones for like and they keep them all and they just had them wrapped up the the front door so then when you open or when you close it even if you're like super quiet it's like that's what that's what i'm gonna start doing because that's what she did wrong nowadays there's all the like technology i know it's like you have a camera what are you doing i know (laughs) and just scare up on the ring but so I just remember I that era, I think a lot about like, I used to do some of the stupidest things. Like we would sneak out every night and we would just go to like a friend's house and do like nothing. Like it wasn't like, we weren't doing anything naughty, but I'm like, yeah. I think of my kids sneaking out of my house now <laughs> and I'm like mortified. Not now. that I think they're going to go do something like yeah, super. Like someone's going to kidnap Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, how come that wasn't anything that we thought about at that time? Like I used to walk home right. from Is school. There some creeper and inside they, that person's house that's going to like do something to my kid. Or, you know, like, I mean. Honestly, it's like, how well do you know your kid's friend's parents? Like, I really try to. Yes. Like, if I'm going to have, if the girls are going to go over to somebody's house, I don't just, like, let them go to a friend's house. No, yes. I got to kind of know the people. Like, Absolutely. Nowadays, I feel like we do. But I think of when I was a kid, my mom's like, yeah, we'll see you. We'll see you at 8 p.m. Yeah, right. Mine is dark. 10 hours later, and I was probably, like, 12. But, you know, obviously, things have changed since then. But I just think about stuff like that, right? And I'm like, what can I do to, like, teach my like I want them to like have fun and I don't but then I'm also like but think about all those times that like I snuck out and just walked down the street I actually would walk to like Allie's house Allie Hart we said you guys have had on her Mm -hmm. on here but I would walk down there and because she lived close by me and like we would do nothing like not like nothing that I can like remember that was like super naughty or anything but just I'm like there's scary people out there like if my kids did that now I'd be mortified (laughs) and I'm sure they will (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, so I'm like, I just got, I'm starting to get to see some of those things. And I'm like, oh my gosh, these are the things that I did. What if my kids do that? And, but also like how, 
how, yeah, do we, you know, teach them to make those right decisions, right? When you're not there. Cause I felt like I was a pretty good kid. Like I didn't, I didn't get into like a ton of like drugs or anything like that. Right. Um, but not, not say I haven't ever experimented, but just saying like, I didn't do that in high school. Right. And, and it, what it wasn't because I didn't have super easy access to it. I totally yeah. had friends in my friend group that did. I just like personally chose not to. And it wasn't a religious thing for me. Cause at that point I actually had left the church. And so it wasn't a religious thing for me. It was just like, not into it, you know, like mm-hmm. I just, I think I, I think I was more like, Hey, no, I got, I got shit to do. Yeah, you, yeah. you were you know? driven or had other things that yeah. you like found, found important. Yeah. But I think that's something for me now, um, that I am like, now that my kids are getting older and, and they're, they're still young, but like starting to get to some of those ages of, I'm like, how do I, you know, teach them? And I'm like, I think by just being, you know, a good example or, or, and talking to them, cause I think we are really open about those kinds of things, but I'm like, man, I just made those decisions for myself. It wasn't, nobody influenced me. It wasn't even my, my parents going, Oh, don't do these things. It was just me being like, ah, I don't want to, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. I think I'm just at that phase of my life. But, but I honestly also think like you were a well-adjusted kid, just like you're saying, it's like, yeah, you felt good. You had a loving yes. like family, yeah. like, even though they're saying like, Hey, don't do drugs all the time. Yeah. But you could see that your parents were like, happy and in a healthy exactly. relationship. Yep. So like, and you felt comfortable. It's like, I think a lot of the times when there are other stressors in life Absolutely. that lead you to yes. like act out for a reason, because there's, there's a difference between like experimenting with something yes. or like learning about yourself and getting to learn about girls or yeah. whatever. And as long as you have like an open communication, like yeah. a safe relationship with your children where you can talk about it, I think most people tend to make the right decisions. Yeah, for sure. And I think like, I think there's so many things that I am like, I'm definitely not like the parent to give advice, parenting advice. Like I'm definitely not the best parent as none of us are. Right. But I think the one thing that I do feel good at saying is I'm like, I just always wanted to create like at least a home that like my kids feel safe and feel loved. And I'm like, if that's all I can do, um, for them is to make them feel loved and safe. I think that's at least hope, you know, like I think then, then they, you're hopefully getting out of some of those other stressors and other things of like, you know, maybe a home that they didn't feel as good in. Mm -hmm. Um, like my five-year-old, he last year went through this phase of like flipping people off. (laughs) You guys like my parenting skills are so bad, so bad, but, but also he's my third. So I'm like, eh, what can I tell you? He's got two older brothers that taught him how to flip people. And he, he just went through this like, Josh. No, like, he didn't earn it from me. You laugh at it really hard. It's like, now he's going to do it forever. Oh, yeah. and, and then his older brother. Well, so, okay. So he started doing it. <laughs> so this is like in the summertime and he started doing it. And I think he started by like holding his like pointer finger up. And he was like, like doing something like that. And he's like, and, and he like knew it was bad. But then my older, no, it was my middle son. He was like, no, Bear, this is how you do it. And I was like, no. I'm like, I could have at least gotten like, away with him yeah. using the wrong finger and like, right. you know, because nobody would ever know. And then, so for, there was like a month there where he was like flipping tons of people off. And I even had like, there was this kid that came up to me and was like, your son just flipped me off. I'm like, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry. I'm like, he's my, Whoops. yeah. I'm like, <laughs> probably deserved it. No. What'd you say to him? And like, parents are probably so mortified, but, but I was like, it was like the end of the day. I'm already like, frazzled and I was like I don't know what to tell you I'm like I've already told him no a million times well I mean it's a little kid what did you 
I know. I'm like, he knows it's wrong. I'm trying to just like not make a big deal about it. And it went away and he like, it's totally, but yeah. So I'm like, clearly I'm not a good, (laughs) give good parenting advice, but I'm like, he made it through that phase. He made it through that phase. All my kids went through. I really need to see you spank this kid. Uh, It's like, he flipped me off. It's like, you make this bright. (laughs) I know. What does she want? Well, and I'm sure the kid was like so mortified. It was like, my mom would never. And I'm like, yeah, Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. He's got a mind, my littlest, he's got a mind of his own. I, I, I can't do anything about it. I'm sorry. But, um, so yeah, definitely. But I try to like laugh about that too. Right. Cause I do think that we can take ourselves way too seriously, especially mm-hmm. as parent parenting is so hard. I feel like every day we all have something, um, you and know, that I comes know. up. I feel like it's easy to be judged. But, you know, oh, you always no, feel for like sure. at a playground or something that someone's a, looking at. And, and to be honest, especially as a mom, like I think that women even get more judged. Right. And so I think I've just had to come to the point of like, Sorry, yeah, well, you know, like, screw it. Like, I really do want to do the best that I can as a mother. But at the end of the day, like, I don't want to beat myself up about it yeah, either. Yeah. Well, it's like, it helps to remember, like, oh, that kid's just five. Like, yeah. What do you actually expect from a real five-year-old? Then? Exactly. Like, five-year-olds will, like, be super emotional and mad and, like, the next minute, totally fine. And totally. Like, say really mean things to you where it's like, man, and then they don't yeah. really care. It's like, no. Five-year-olds don't know or nine-year-olds are twelve. Like, when you're talking about other concerns as a parent, yeah. it's like, you know our parents thought like they had concerns about us for sure and i think we just we're getting older we just sound like that older generation like, oh my gosh this upcoming generation's like we got to protect them because the world's crazy and i'm sure every generation feels more of that yeah it's like now the, the world is like so small and connected so you yes. hear crazy stories more and more and more and more that it's like oh my gosh this is gonna this is gonna happen to us if we're not careful for sure but I know, yeah. I, I remember hearing, like, a quote or so, someone said something, or I can't remember where it was, but I it really, like, hit home for me. But they were, it was kind of the gist of that, of, like, they were talking about, like, a four-year-old child doing something naughty and another parent kind of getting mad at them for it or something. And they're like, hey, like, you realize this is, like, their own human being. Like, they're their own human being. Like, I can't control, like, yes, I'm their parent and I can try to teach and do my best, but, like, they're their own human being. Like, mm-hmm. I can't control everything that they do. And I think that's something that we forget too. Like, yeah, they're their own people. They've got yeah. their own, you know, um, go. You know, not when you're five, you don't have goals, but like they've got their own ambitions and their own little things they want to do, their and their own little pers- and want, personalities. Yeah. And you know, like they're as parents, we can do our best to do whatever, but yeah, like they're gonna they're gonna do what they want sometimes. <laughs> yeah, and the other thing too, it's like you don't want to break them. You know, yeah. it's just like you shouldn't. You yeah. shouldn't. You shouldn't have to or shouldn't have to control all everything. Yeah. It's like, they need to have their freedom to make their own mistakes as yeah, well. Yeah, for sure. We learn, we learn that way. Yeah. I'm going to go home and teach my kids to flip everybody off right now. <laughs> so guess what I learned, guys? It's Use actually, try it. This Use one. this one. It's a really fun experiment to do, like, especially when you're at the park mm-hmm. and your kid's flipping off the other kids at the park. Um, yeah, it's real fun. So That's hilarious. That's so funny. Well, thank Leave you. It. Yes. Thank you, guys. This thank has been fun. Yeah, yeah, thank you so much. It's been awesome just catching up. Yeah, that. I know. That's honestly why I was so excited to come back is just, or come here. Not that I've been here before, but come come here and, and think back. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> back onto, you know, just some simpler life, I guess. Thank you, Megan. Thanks, Megan. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Gonzo, we just finished our conversation with Megan. What are your thoughts? Oh, I... I loved it. I have I have some thoughts. I was I did wonder where like 
and I think I mentioned to her, I think it's rare for someone to say like to change things up, you know, usually I think as I think most people just tend to be scared But she was like, hey, this wedding stuff isn't going like I want it to. It's like, I'm going to do something different, you know, and then have the balls to be like freelancer. And then also to shoot your shot, you know, with like this, uh, this company. Do you remember the name? What was that? Fawn. To, to shoot your shot with Fawn to be like, hey, you're busy. You know what? It's like, I can, I can do things for you. It's like, have that confidence to be like, you know what? I can do this. And then working with a small company and seeing all these other like things that you have to like kind of figure it out on your own. You'd be like, Hey, this shipping stuff, I don't know it, but you know what? I'm going to figure it out. So I think it's, it's awesome. Um, she's really cool and nice. So I'm really glad that we got to talk to her. It's cool. Obviously she was like most popular girl in school type thing, like dancer, but she was actually like, I remember her being a nice kid. Like, I don't remember being a mean girl. So I have, I had good memories of her. No, it was, I'm, I'm really glad she came and it's like, we're talking about marriage. We're talking about parenting and you know, that's kind of what we're the point that we are in life that all of us want to just raise good kids and, you know, be a, a healthy place for them to, to be at and that they can develop well and like hopefully have good, good examples. I love how she was just like, I'm, I'm trying my best, but I'm also not going to like beat myself up over all these things. And it's just really cool. Cause just like you pointed out, like the confidence when she was younger, like, Hey, when you're in high school, like you tried to do things and you did what you wanted to do. And she has that now where it's like, obviously you like want to be a good parent. You want other people to think you're a good parent, but she's not stressing herself out over her five-year-old flipping off people. You know? know. And, and it can be hard because when you, you can feel judged. I know we like, we have an autistic kid, so he may be throwing like a crazy tantrum, like at a playground or something, or like bite a kid or something. And you're like, hey, sorry. And or like someone else is just like, hey, trying to get his attention. Hey, kid, kid, kid. And like, he's, he's just totally him. ignoring him. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, yeah, sorry. He's not going to listen to you. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even listen to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I love that you bring that up because I feel like we oftentimes, maybe it's just human nature that we're quick to judge. Um, I just went this Thursday through Saturday on like a camp out with the deacon. So like the 11 and 12 year old boys. And, uh, I got to spend on the drive home, um, some time with one of the boys that came. He doesn't come to church or anything, but like his dad had brain surgery a little while ago and his dad went into surgery and they took out a big chunk of his brain and the tumor came out a completely different person. Oh, like yeah, changed his personality. This. He's not, it's like. And this kid was kind of acting out a little bit. And, and instead of being like, hey, man, why are you acting out and get on mad? It's like, you. Th- he doesn't tell people about this stuff. But I was able to sit on a car like car ride home and just ask him questions about his family and just how he's doing. And, and instead of thinking, man, this kid should be acting out, like, I'm amazed at how well he is handling how th- this hell that his family is going through. And it's really easy to be like, man that kid was such a punk on this trip. Yeah. But instead it's like, I'm just so glad that he was here and I could show him how fun it is to go camping. And I could just be a place where he was able to be himself. He felt comfortable enough to be super annoying. And you know how super annoying I was. (laughs) (laughs) I was a teenager. So it's like, I have no room to judge anybody. And I feel like she, she was alluding to that. Like, I'm not worried about the judgments of other parents. Like I'm just doing my best. And 
I feel like my husband and I have had a lot of ups and downs and we've put a lot of work into our marriage so that I can say I have a good marriage, but I did not get here easily. And I feel like that's something that's followed through. Like, cause we were talking about, it's like, Hey, it's like, I, we have a feeling that you were a confident kid. She's a confident adult, you know, cause she's like a boss, like, you know, like yeah, she's awesome. Like, <laughs> yeah. So she's just like, Hey, if you're judging, it's like, let it roll right off her back and be like, my kid flipped you off. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. You're like, Probably he, he, yeah. So what'd you do to him? <laughs> yeah. No, it was, it was really cool. I think that I, I'm also just like, so glad that I was able to share my beef with her. <laughs> do That's, you feel a little lighter? That I you... do. I just, like, I, I wish I had more stories like that now with other people or it's like, that was probably my funniest, weird, awkward <laughs> memory to share <laughs> that I'm willing to share. <laughs> I think, Cause honestly, I think the, the awkward thing isn't riding up with your bike and leaving. I think the awkward thing is how you got her address. <laughs> <laughs> I, the white pages. I know. Well, it's like, I, th- I don't know, man. I was so weird and I was so scared of girls, but I was like, mm, I'm going to, I'm just going to go see where she lives. <laughs> and, uh, Eli, if you're listening to this, send me a voice memo. I'm going to send you a message right now. I need to hear if you remember this story. And also anybody that knows or is still in touch with Adrian walking horse, Send him uh, this message. Call me. <laughs> but I loved it. I loved having her come over. It was really fun just to see her. And and uh, she's awesome. Sounds like she's just, I mean, she loves being a businesswoman. She loves being a wife. She loves being a mom. And those things, like, that's what she talked about. That's how important that stuff is to her. That's what she spends her time doing. Yeah. Love it. If you'd like to be on the podcast, send us an email. JordanHigh2004podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from anyone. And voice memos are fun. Okay, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. (laughs)